What is up, my MS Gym Nation, my family, my tribe? How are you guys doing? Welcome to Motivational Monday. Uh, I'm super happy to be here. I'm super glad you guys are here, ready to rock and roll. So, this past weekend, uh, as part of the uh, rebuild program that we launched last week, we had some live call, or we had a live call where we did a bunch of question and answer stuff, and people, uh, the comments that I got back were just phenomenal. I mean, uh, like I always say, when you post things up in in the group, whether it's um, in Facebook or on these comments or whatever that we were working on, uh, it's just like in school. Like, if there's no dumb questions because you need clarification, and something that's confusing you, to you that you don't that you don't ask is something that could potentially hold you back. And so I always tell my, my you know, I always tell my kids, I tell my my uh, clients, I tell my students, like, there's no real dumb question unless. It's something like, so why am I here again? I mean, just, you know, <laughs> I'm sure someone could come up with a dumb question. But if you're legitimately wondering how to do something and how to work something, then uh, they, there are no stupid questions, especially here in the MS gym, because MS is so confusing. I mean, one minute could be doing one thing, one minute could be doing another. And so we got some great questions, and the questions uh, really gave me insight into where people are and what they're, what they're concerned about. And, you know, everyone's wanting to gauge progress and everyone's wanting to gauge, Hey, am I on the right track? Am I doing the right stuff? Am I, you know, how's my progress? And, and we're humans. And the thing is, is that, um, you are going to, uh, you're going to run into, moments when you try to, when you compare yourself to someone else, when you compare yourself to a story that you've seen on Facebook, when you compare yourself to someone in one of these HSCT groups that, uh, that you, or I'm sorry, one of these MS groups that is making a lot of progress and they're all super excited and you're like, I'm still on foot drop, <laughs> right? Or I'm still trying to figure out how to actually stand up or I'm still in a chair or I just can't get my abs to fire or my back still hurts or something like that, right? So the thing is, is that I've talked about this before, is that I don't want you to fall into the trap of comparison and I don't want you to fall in the trap of, of standards or you're on this program and you're, suppo you're supposed to be here or there or wherever, right? So, pardon me. So, um, with me and how I program... I may I may say it's a 30 day program, but it's literally like, well, this is gonna last you 30 days. There's 30 days worth of hi Terry. Thank you for being here. 30 days worth of programs uh, or exercises or something like that that I'm putting up. But just because I put up a 28 day program does not mean that in 28 days you're gonna go from sitting in a wheelchair to like walking unassisted. It could right? It could be the right combination of stuff. And I've seen that happen, but it doesn't necessarily mean that if you are not there by 28 days, that you are going to, that you're behind or you're not doing good work or, you know, you've been working on MS and you can only get 30 to 45 minutes in before you're tired. And you're like, Oh, should I put in an hour? Should I put in two hours? Am I slacking? Am I lazy? No, you're not. As here's the thing, you guys, is that let's talk, let's say like MS is MS is a marathon. MS is a marathon. It's not a sprint. There's no get fixed quick with MS. It is a day in, day out management game of your symptoms that will 
hopefully, and our intention is to get you to the point where your symptom management becomes easier because your symptoms are not affecting you as much. They're not attacking you as much. And, uh, and you're, you're, you're able to function better. So, Hey, missed my wife's on and Brian, what's up, man? Yep. Everybody's different. MS affects each of us different. So here's the thing, you guys, let's take a something like low back pain. If you have low back pain and you have a problem in your disc, there's mul- there's many different options, right? You can go to physical therapy. You can work out. You can go get injections in your back. You can do drug medication. Or finally, you can do uh you can do a you can go to surgery, right? Same thing with a hip replacement. You can do you can keep working it and moving it and doing stuff on it till eventually that arthritis takes over so much that you're like that the doctor looks at you, your physician looks at you and they're like, dude, you gotta get a new hip, right? You gotta get a new hip. This ain't gonna happen. This is not gonna heal. You're well beyond bone on bone. Your joint is starting to disintegrate. We gotta replace your hip. Then you go in, you go for a major surgery, you get a hip replaced, you get a new bionic hip, and boom, you're ready to rock and roll. Uh that hip joint that was affected is, is, is fixed. Now the pattern, the movement pattern that broke down that hip is not fixed in your brain, but that's a whole different conversation. However, it does tie into this conversation is that MS is scarring your nervous system. MS is causing lesions and demyelination in your nerves, which uh, even though the progression of MS, they found ways to slow it down at this point, it's not reversible. Right? There may be some cases that they see lesions disappear or that the myelination happens. Like I've read some things somewhere where that actually happens, but in general terms, and I'm never gonna say, you know, never say never, right? Nothing's impossible. However, for the most part, MS is is not reversible. The damage that's been done is not reversible. So even if you've gone through a massive uh, step with something like HSCT, right? You're basically, you're transplanting your stem cells, right? You take out stem cells out of your body. You go through chemotherapy to wipe out uh, your immune system um, to get it down to where it's basically nothing left. And then you inject stem cells back in your body to get your immune system to build back up and hopefully kind of forget that you had MS and kind of reboot itself, right? That's the most simplistic terms of HSCT. However, or Lemtrada or something like that, right? So you're going in and you're doing this stuff to try to stop the progression, but here's the thing, is that the damage that was done by MS over the years from a structural standpoint is still there. And then from a neurologic standpoint, it's still stored in your brain. And so your brain learned how to move and function or or not move and function with MS. And it's gonna stay in there until you have enough repetitions until you override that MS pattern. So MS is a marathon, it is not a sprint. There is no drug, there is no diet, there is no transplant, and there is nothing else that can instantly heal you. The only thing that can instantly heal you is literally like a miracle from God. And that I've seen that happen too. Uh, but it took some time. And, and no one ever was like, can I just be better? Boom, and you're over. Like there's an amount of work that has to go in 
Yes, Lily, you inspired this talk. <laughs> Thank you for your comments. So there, there's work that has to go into setting your body up in order to receive that, that, that miracle or that improvement or that, um, that increase in function or mobility. What up, Paul? So here's the thing is that you have got to be consistent. And it takes a long time for your body to learn new movement and new neurological patterns, especially with MS, because it's not like you're just learning how to how to you know fight off arthritis or use a new hip better. You're you know that that you have basically reset your hip and you have a new hip to work from that is brand new. It's metal. It's new. It's state of the art. With MS, like you don't just get to in, in like like input or insert an artificial immune system and nervous system back into your body. You have to work towards rebuilding it. So I always talk about MS and movement patterns is in terms of learning a language, all right? So your language that you currently have in your body is whatever you whatever your body is that you're moving with plus the dysfunction of MS. And when you go to try to start doing a new movement practice or doing some, you know, even something like you know, a chiropractic treatment or your physio treatments or your drug mediated therapies or, or HSCT or a diet. There's an integration period that has to happen where your body has to learn how to actually function right again. Okay. Yeah. Wendy floods, not getting you, baby. You're going to be the flood. You are the storm. Remember Wendy's in Houston. So, uh, let's pray for her. So anyway, the thing is, is that every single time that you do a new exercise or every single time that you do something that I give you, think about it like you're in a language class and you're learning a second language, something that you've never learned before, all right? So let's say for me, it's like, I've never learned Russian, all right? And it's a completely different alphabet. It's a completely different sound. Or let's say like Japanese, right? Totally different alphabet, totally different sound, totally different intention with the words in Japanese, but I have to somehow equate it to English in order for my brain to process. So if I go into, if I go into Japanese class, we're going to find out what the English word is, what the Japanese word is, and we're going to connect the two. And so then you start to build up flashcards. You start to learn vocabulary words. Eventually those vocabulary words and those flashcards turn into sentences. Those sentences turn into essays. The essays turn into a speech. The speech turns into a book. The book turns into a series of novels. The novels turn into a movie. So there's this entire progression of learning a language. And the thing is like, unless you're like super stuck superstar of the world, no one picks up a language in one day, one week, one month, or one year. Because the thing is, is that we're still learning our language, our native language. I'm still learning English, <laughs> right? I done learning new English, man. So the thing is, is that we learn new words. We learn new context of words. We learn how to put words together in different ways to create a desired effect and a desired emotion and a desired message. But we're all still learning language and we're all still using language in a new and different way. That's right. Front, uh, that's right. Francais, monsieur. That's right, right? So the thing is, is that we're learning a new language. So Beth, Beth just tuned in from us and she's in the middle of getting her HSCT. She's recovering from that. Beth, your body right now has to learn a new language. From the moment that your stem cells got put back in your body, your body's going to have to start using those stem cells differently and start learning how to use them again. 
And Misty, Misty just wrote, you know, I am, you teach me bigger words. <laughs> I do. <clears throat> so the thing is, is that we're constantly learning language and we're constantly learning new context for language. And we're constantly learning how to, how to learn, how to use the words that we've always used in a different way. So just like with neurology, if you think about the ability to stand up out of your chair and you're going to use your glutes, right? So there's a connection that goes from your brain to your glute. And let's say for your entire life, you've been using that, that road that goes from, brain, from your brain to your glute, which is road A. Now you also have road B and road C that you, that go to your glute, but you haven't used those as much because glute, because uh, road A has been your highway. Well, if MS comes in and destroys that highway and takes out road A, but you still need to stand up out of a chair, your brain has to figure out a way to do it. So if there's road B and road C that go to your glute because road A is out, and you got those back roads and that frontage road, then you're going to have to, the body's going to have to figure out a way to use road B and road C. Now that takes time, right? We've talked about this before. Some of you have heard this message before about using the back roads, baby, right? Get your truck, get a dirt road and go. So you're going to use your road B and road C to actually use the glute to help you stand up and do butts, guts, and blades, but here's the thing, like I said, it is not a sprint. This is not a weekly process. This is not a daily process. This is a daily process and a weekly process, but it's not a daily and a weekly result. Now, I also spoke about doing things brick by brick. Every single time, like we just did pelvic tilts today, every single time you do a pelvic tilt properly with the ball squeezed, your pelvic floor uh your pelvic floor uh, activated, your abs pulled down. Every single time that you do uh, that, that, uh, that movement, that's a rep, a repetition. And every single time that you've done a repetition and you lay down one of those bricks, those bricks correctly, it's not sideways, it's not on its end, but you lay it down correctly, you start building a wall. And once you build that wall and that wall is complete, you can start building another wall and another wall and another wall. And eventually you end up with four walls to be a foundation for your building. But you have got to build brick by brick and this is a marathon. All right? So repetition means reprogram like Brooke just said. And Tara, if your roads were never paved properly, can they learn this anyway? Yes, they're just going to learn it in their own way. Unless you were paralyzed and you got and you had no nerves or they were severed in some reason, for some reason, there's still hope and there's still pulse in that electric system. But that's the thing, you guys, is that I want you to really think about the fact that every single time you do a repetition properly, correctly, you're actually putting in a new system, right? You're putting in a new program. You're learning that vocabulary word, and it's over and over and over. You're looking at your flashcards. What I want you to avoid is thinking that just because it's week you know, 10 and you've done pelvic tilts and you've already done it before, you got to keep practicing. Or if it's week 10 and you've been practicing something like a pelvic tilt and you still don't get it, your body still doesn't get it, it doesn't mean that tomorrow it won't. It doesn't mean that next week it won't. So when I throw up things that say like key exercise or you see a hip bridge pop up or a deadlift pop up or a wall push-up pop up over and over and over again, that's for a reason. And somebody just put in the MS gym today, I'm sorry I can't remember your name, that they're like, I've been doing pelvic tilts. And I kind of, I did these before, but then I kind of went away with them and I've been going through the motions and then listening to your video today, I did them again and oh my gosh, I feel that much better, 
right? So that means that the brain, it saturates movement, you guys, just like language. Think about a little kid learning language. They hear words over and over and over and over again, and then they learn how to use them in different contexts over and over and over again, like the word orange. Orange can be a color or orange can be a fruit, right? Red, R-E-A-D in English. Red can mean read. It can mean I've read, right? Something like that. It can mean, it can mean two different things, right? I like to read versus I read, something like that. Those are two different contexts. So by you using a pelvic tilt when you're on your back and then you using a pelvic tilt when you're standing up, those are two different contexts in your brain. So that is what I'm trying to do in the, uh, in, in the MS gym is we're going to be doing exercises, but they're always going to be in different contexts because you've got to learn how to do your body in different contexts because movement is never just A to B. Movement is A to Z to X to Y to Z to 1 to 2 to 3 to hashtag to exclamation point to B. Movement is ever-changing. Movement is ever-learning. Your brain is a living brain. It's not static like they once thought it was. That's the theory of neuroplasticity. So I could go on and on and on about this, but I just want to let you guys know that if you're feeling down and you're feeling like you're not getting something and you're like, this foot drop is just not working, my ankle is still stiff, it's not moving, my balance is is okay, but it's not improving as I as much as I think I should, I'm putting in a ton of work and it's just like, I see other people putting just amount of work in or less and they're getting more, that doesn't mean crap. I'm sorry, but it just doesn't. Your brain is your brain. Your body is your body. MS is affecting you different. And you've got to take each day as it comes. You've got to be consistent. And you've got to practice your vocabulary words and your language, (laughs) your movement language. But as you practice, the more and more you practice, the better your body's going to be. And it's going to be able to interpret those MS symptoms differently. And it's also going to reduce those MS symptoms in different ways and be able to fight them off because it's learned so many different ways in how to use certain exercises in different contexts. All right. So I know that's a a long analogy, but you got to think about this movement practice that you're building as a language. You work on vocabulary words, then you build a sentence, right? So a vocabulary word would be like, do a pelvic tilt. A sentence would be like, do a pelvic tilt and then do a hip bridge. Um, a paragraph would be like, do a pelvic tilt and then activate your glute, which is the same thing as a hip bridge, and then take a step forward as you're standing up. Awesome, Kim. I'm glad this makes sense. So we're building a language for your body and it's going to take time. So that's why I'm saying that every everywhere along the road, you've got to celebrate those small victories. You've got to celebrate the fact that you learned how to do a pelvic tilt right. You have to celebrate the fact that, oh wait, I felt that pelvic tilt while I was doing a hip bridge. And then you got to celebrate the fact that you're like, I can do a hip bridge and hold it for longer without my tip, my without my uh, my hips tipping because I'm holding my pelvic tilt better. All right, so that's what this is all about. This is a process. This is a marathon. This is something that is going to be a lifelong management game. You are not going to be able to do a 28-day program and be like, I'm good. MS doesn't affect me anymore. Like I was talking about last week, you got to pick that MS mat that you were lying on being like, am I ever going to get better? You got to pick that thing up, roll it up, 
stick it under your arm and walk forward. The MS is always going to be part of your life, of your story, but you determine whether you let that MS dictate your story or whether you write your story and you carry that MS along as kind of a companion. It's kind of a, a, a negative companion, but you can also use it as a positive companion that getting MS changed your life and showed you what you were really made of and showed you the strength and resiliency in your body, in your brain, in your spirit. It showed you resolve. It showed your perseverance. It showed your character, and it showed truly who you were, that you were a warrior, and you were someone strong, and you weren't someone that just caved in and gave up and said, oh, I got the diagnosis. I'm done. You're like, nah, man, I'm going to design a life around this MS, design a life that's victorious around this MS, design a life that other people read about and will hear about and be like, I can do that too. I can do that too. You are strong, right? You are strong. You are positive. You are vibrant. You are full of life and you are capable and able to live this life the way that you want. Life is a marathon. Life isn't a sprint. Sometimes it feels like the storm's coming at you and it's running, running, running faster than, uh, than you can keep up with. But guess what? Just keep moving. Just keep doing your exercises in your chair. Just keep trying to stand up for longer. Just keep trying to take a step forward with your walker. Just keep trying to do those step and leans on a wall. Just keep trying to step to walk and not use a wall. Just keep trying to do deadlifts. Just keep trying to do stairs. Just keep visualizing on those horrible relapse days, you doing your exercises and you being successful at it. You got this. But here's the thing, you guys. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Misty's not going anywhere. This Facebook group's not going anywhere. It doesn't matter how many programs I put out there. There's still more people to find and this group is not going anywhere because this Facebook group, this MS gym group is the gateway and the bridge that people need to go from darkness into light. We are the bridge that go from darkness into light. If you are part of this community and you consider this your family, you are the bridge between darkness and light, between that MS failure and that MS fight. You are the bridge that is going to help us get up. That's right, Paul. MS doesn't have you. That's right, Matt. Mighty strong. That's right, Miss. We're here to stay. We are in this for the long haul. We are in this for the next 30 to 40 years. We are in this for five years from now. We're going to have people walking again. We're going to have people come back from what they thought was paralysis again. We're going to have people stand up out of chairs when they were told it wasn't possible again. We're going to have people go camping with their son again. We're going to have people walk around the lake with their, with their son or daughter again. We're going to have them taking walks with their husband again. We're going to have people take dream trips again. We're going to keep going because this is a marathon and this is not a sprint. This is not a quick get, fi get fixed quick program. This is a fight forever. We are going to celebrate. We are going to struggle. We're going to have victory. We're going to have defeat. But we're going to pick our butts back up and we're going to keep going because we are family, we are tribe, and we are good to go. So I want you guys to remember that today. Marathon, not a sprint. Step by step, not a run. Brick by brick, not instantaneous. You have this. This is your time. This is your progress. This is your 
journey. This is your MS life, and I am your guide. I am with you. You guys can rock this. We're going to have an amazingly awesome week, right? Small progresses are enormous success, Christine. Yes, definitely, Ed. This is a place where the truth about MS exercise will set you free. And Misty, I'm going to finish with you. No MS warrior will be left behind because I am coming back for every single one of you. While you charge ahead, crew, while you focus on you, I'm coming back for those who have fallen. I'm coming back for those who got knocked down. I will pick them up, and you guys will come back with me, and we will carry them ahead. I love you guys. You are strong. Keep walking. Keep marching. Keep standing. Keep moving. Keep thinking. Keep visualizing. Keep dreaming. And keep knowing that you are, you are a success, and you have life within you. I love you. Have an awesome day. Motivation Monday, baby. Let's go to war.